they know what they like to do, and that is hammer away on the inside and try to win that way. Uh, they are one of the best teams in the country at drawing fouls. They're one of the best teams in the country at hitting two-point field goal attempts. They don't get blocked very often because they're tall. This is old-school, ram-it-down-your-throat type of basketball, and Auburn's going to have to be ready for that. Um, I do think it is – we talked about this going into the Virginia Tech game. Auburn had that long layoff between the A&M game and the Tech game, and then Auburn comes out that Wednesday night, and they look exceptionally well-scouted. Um, they have an answer for pretty much everything Virginia Tech tried to throw at them on offense. It was a really good, tricky offense that Auburn held in check, and Auburn, you know, Bruce goes on and on after the game about the assistants and the scout team and everybody being locked into the preparation. You get extra time this week to prep, whereas, you know, Indiana's coming off that game against Michigan. Auburn got the extra time. They got the extra rest. They're taking advantage of the fact that this is finals week. Um, and they are going to get that extra. Uh, they're going to get that extra prep, which I think is key in this game because India, like, I don't know if you're going to face a team quite like Indiana for the rest of the year. Um, if you're Auburn, uh, this is, I mean, I'm looking right now. I, I, I'm trying to see if there's anybody else that even has, um, I mean, Ole Miss isn't really shooting a ton of threes right now, but that's about it. Uh, Indiana's just kind of the, uh, they're they're off on their own this year in terms of being this old school, you know, slow it down, but also hammer it inside, take advantage of their size. And in modern college basketball, modern basketball period, it's very rare to see a team that just is like, hey, we know we're not good at shooting threes and we're not really going to worry about it either. And like that's that's one of those things where I think it has one of those effects where if you're a defense, you don't want to, you don't want to ignore it. You don't want to completely go away from it. If you're, if you're Auburn, um, you don't want to leave them wide open, but you also know that it's every possession. It is a lot of post-up action, a lot of post-up action. They are going to try to cram it down your throat. And as Auburn's defense, which has played well the last few games and has been impressive, I think in the early season, are they ready to handle this challenge? Cause it's very different. Auburn's had a really good three-point defense this year for the most part. That's not going to be as much of a weapon, I think, in this in, in, in this game as it will be for everybody else. Do you think it's favorable for Auburn that Indiana is already playing conference basketball and Auburn has gotten to see what Indiana... I know Auburn is not stylistically similar to Maryland or Michigan, right? But you get to see what Indiana is trying to do against competition in at least the stakes of a conference game and you get to see what you're, you're right I mean I, I would think that uh for for Indiana one one trend in these last two games that has paid off is they've benefited from poor three-point shooting by their opponent Maryland went Maryland went two of 16 from three Michigan went four of 17 Indiana is a team that might be willing to let you shoot yourself out of the game from the three-point line if uh, if if that's if, if if your team is unable to convert, yeah. It, and earlier in the year, teams were hitting threes on Indiana. Not as much here in these last couple of games. And, and for Auburn, I mean, everyone's going to kind of look at last the last time out against App State and say, "Well, Auburn's coming off of." I mean, really, the last two or three games have been really poor shooting from deep. Big step back from where they started the year. And I mean. Some of those three-pointers, we talked about it on Sunday, some of those three-pointers were forced. Some of those were bad shots. Those weren't great selection. Guys were pressing too much. But, I mean, there were a number of shots in that game where it's just wide open. You just got to hit them. And I was talking about this with somebody 
on Wednesday. Um, and it was like, you feel like missing open, like if you lose a game because you miss open shots, that feels a lot more fixable than you lost the game because you couldn't stop them or you lost the game because you couldn't get any good looks. And so it's going to be different for sure. Um, you go back. I mean, this is a different team, different game. Every every game takes on a life of its own. You want to you know make that very clear. Um, two years ago, Auburn played Nebraska in in State Farm and hit 14 threes against them. Last season, when they played Memphis, they scored 73, but it was a rough it was a rough shooting game for the Tigers. Pretty much across the board um, in, in that one. Uh, I think yeah, six of 24 from deep in that game, and then that that Memphis team just did not. That Memphis team did not want to shoot threes either, and 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 kind of like Indiana what, did a lot of their stuff though. Um, unlike Indiana, they did a lot of their stuff driving, making one on one plays, ISO ball, you know that stuff that you kind of expect from a Penny Hardaway team. Are, are there stats on this Auburn team where you feel like the sample size is still too small, and and we'll see a change as more more data is added, more games are you know played? Because I, I think about like if you're looking at it right now. Janai Broom is uh, sub 30% from three. Baker Mazzara is sub 25% from three. Katie Johnson is sub 20% from three. The numbers would tell you that letting those guys shoot threes is a win for the defense. A possession that ends in an attempted three-point shot by one of those three is probably a, a favorable matchup for the defense. But watching all three of those players, I mean, I think they can hit. Yeah, yeah, you don't, I mean... You don't want to leave them open, and and again, this is the difference. You know, a, a common thing I saw and heard after the App State loss was, "Oh wow, Auburn can't hit any threes, and they took bad shots, and they couldn't execute late on offense." This is the same team it was last year, and I get that the result looked the same, but we've also seen for like the first few games of the year, we saw this Auburn offense hit from three, execute very well on offense against some decent teams. You know, against Baylor, uh, you know, and and against St. Bonaventure and against Notre Dame, like, so it's not one of those things where you kind of draw it up and say, well, this is the same old, same old. Um, I'm not saying like there there are no issues and there are no worries. Auburn's got to get better. They've got to hit their shots, right? And and like Bruce Pearl said earlier in the week after the App State loss, they've got to find ways to counter what defenses are doing to them. If defenses are trying to take away some of their go-to action, some of that stuff, they gave them 82 points against Baylor. They gave them, you know, 80, 83 against Notre Dame and games like and other games like that. You got to find out some things to counter. And I think Auburn's offense, the skill set, like you were saying, Dan, it's not like it's not like those guys are incapable of shooting. It's not like I mean Auburn's got inside out weapons. They've got guys that are playing you know, their skill sets kind of lend themselves to it where it's like, yeah, it's it's probably too early for for sample size. Now, I think some of Auburn's defensive numbers can be skewed by sample size as well. Like they've played some teams who can't throw it in the ocean shooting threes. Um, but they've still been able to do a good job of, of closing out on them. One of the things in this game that I'll be interested in seeing is how Auburn tries to defend this Indiana attack. Auburn's man defense, their man-to-man defense, has been pretty good this year. There are times where some guys get lined up and they get, you know, there's some breakdowns always. You're not going to play perfect defense every time. 
But we also saw them come back against App State, that long stretch where App State didn't get a point in the second half that gave Auburn a chance to potentially tie the game late. It was a lot of matchup zone. It was, you know, they zoned up that App State team and really gave them some trouble mixing it up. A zone makes a lot of sense if Auburn wants to go in that direction against Indiana because one of the things you do with a zone is say, hey, we are going to try to pack the lane. We're going to try to pack the paint. We're going to, we're going to, you know, we're going to play with the numbers advantage on the inside. And if, you know, like a two, three zone, it's easy to give up open looks on the wing on, on a two, three zone. It, you know, there, there are holes, there are holes everywhere in man, or I'm sorry, in zone. It's kind of like also in football, you know, zone coverage on defense, somebody, you know, there's going to be a hole. There's going to be something to exploit. You just got to find it in time. Man is more of, do you win your matchups or not? I think Auburn defensively can go back and forth and know that if they play some more zone in this game, they shouldn't be too, too afraid of Indiana shooting threes. Now, I'm not saying they're incapable. I'm not saying just leave them alone. But this Indiana team is not going – like, if you, if you you know, pack it in and you collapse and you try to, you know, make sure that you have hands in the face of, uh, of shoot, uh, you know, guys down low, if you're trying to rip and strip and do some of that stuff on the inside – and not worry as much about the kick-out threes, you know, some of the stuff that Auburn likes to do to teams on offense, you can live with that. And so I like this matchup for Auburn on a defensive perspective because, A, Auburn's defense has held up pretty well, um, you know, this season. And I feel like if you're an offense that is a little more one-dimensional, this defense has done a really good job of handling that, and I like what Auburn is Auburn's going to do. Now, the key here in this game, and the thing I'm really keeping an eye on in this one, 